The push for EVs continues. They're certainly at the top of mind for a lot of new car buyers right now. It's a real option to purchase an electric vehicle, be it a Tesla or a Volkswagen. or Most companies now have an EV. And now, some more interesting uh, look into why you may want to consider buying an EV. To talk more about that, I bring on Paul Billings. He's the National Senior Vice President of Public Policy at the American Lung Association. Paul, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, we're talking about lung health as you're part of the American Lung Association and the benefits, potentially, of electric vehicles. So, what are some of the uh, environmental benefits that we see for EVs? Well, one of the great benefits of electric vehicles, they have no tailpipe emissions. And so, you don't have all of that uh, smog-forming pollution, particle-forming pollution coming out of the tailpipe uh, in roadways near where people live. Uh, we did a report uh, last year that showed that there are tremendous health benefits by cleaning up uh, tailpipe emission by uh, promoting zero emission or electric vehicles and cleaning up the electric grid. We showed for North Carolina there'd be over $35 billion in public health benefits, uh, preventing more than 3,200 premature deaths over about a 30-year period from 2020 to 2050 as we see uh, this technology really take off uh, and we drive forward towards uh, zero emission electric vehicles. How big of a problem is the the transportation sector as a whole for air pollution? Surely it's a good bit. Yeah, transportation is one of the largest sources of air pollution in every community in the country. We have uh, you know more cars driving more miles every year uh, in the country, and so cleaning up transportation is critical to protecting public health and also to combat climate change. Looking at some statistics or uh, some data that we know about North Carolina as a whole. Let's look first at Mecklenburg County, and then I'll ask you about Raleigh and the Durham area, if there are any differences. How does Mecklenburg County rank in regards to ozone pollution? In, Mecklenburg, in our annual state of the air report, we rank uh, counties and, and, and metropolitan areas based on both their ozone and particle pollution. And so Mecklenburg County, we see, is part of the, the uh, Charlotte uh, metropolitan area, and it's 41st most polluted for, for ozone or smog. It's improved since last year's report, but the rank the, the ranking hasn't changed. We saw it worsen slightly for particle pollution or soot at both the short term, the, the daily and the annual levels. Um, and so uh, we're still seeing that, that air pollution is a, is a pretty uh, important public health challenge uh, in, in Mecklenburg County and in, in that region. So Mecklenburg is 45th most. How about uh, Raleigh-Durham? Raleigh's doing really well. We've seen tremendous progress over the past 24 years we've done our state of the air report. Uh, we had over 80 days when we first did the report uh, uh, 24 years ago. We're seeing now that it's t- actually tied uh, for first, for the uh, third year in a row, it's on our cleanest cities uh, list for ozone with no unhealthy days. Now, um, you know, that doesn't mean that, that in individual communities, uh, folks are not impacted. When we look at the monitors that, that are, are deployed and the U.S. EPA looks at, um, uh, Raleigh-Durham uh, is, is doing quite well. Also doing well on both short-term uh, and uh, year-round particle pollution. Again, in the you know uh, really high up the list, uh, you know, uh, away from the, the top uh, uh, communities. Obviously, a big push to make the rest of the country tied for first in regards to having no bad ozone days for our lung health. Uh, electric vehicles are a big part of you know getting tailpipes off of our roads near where we live and work and breathe. Uh, surely, though, that Charlotte's got a lot of electric vehicles, uh, just like Raleigh does. So what's what's the difference between Charlotte being 45th and Raleigh-Durham being first? So it's a, 
air pollution is formed with a complex chemistry. So you have the emissions from the vehicles, you have emissions from things like power plants and factories. You also have prevailing wind patterns. You have uh, mountains, you have rivers, you have uh, lakes. All these things can help contribute to the individual uh, climate that can create the conditions for creating air pollution and also conditions to help disperse uh, the pollution. And so what we're seeing is the, 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 the benefits of both cleaning up the emissions, but also some benefits of, of geography and topography that are helping uh, the Raleigh community, despite the fact that it's grown dramatically over the last three decades. Talking with Paul Billings, he's a National Senior Vice President of Public Policy at the American Lung Association. I'm curious, I see your your title, Vice President of Public Policy. What does your job look like uh, as a public policy person with the American Lung Association? So, so it's all about protecting lung health. So part of my day, I'm spending working on air pollution, clean air, climate, those issues. Other parts of my day, I'm working on access to quality, affordable health care, making sure that people can see a doctor or a health professional when they're sick. But even more importantly, keeping them from getting sick in the first place by promoting things like prevention. The Lung Association does a lot of work to promote things like uh, smoking cessation and keeping kids from starting to use tobacco products. And then we also strongly support investments in biomedical research. So someday we can find a cure for lung cancer, for asthma, for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So I work across the range of issues that really impact uh, lung health. We're talking about EVs uh, a lot. And my, my real question that keeps on coming into my head is, assuming all of a sudden all gas cars right now are suddenly, boom, they're EVs, and we have no tailpipe emissions on our streets anywhere, how much is that going to impact our lung health? It's going to dramatically improve lung health. We'll see fewer asthma attacks, fewer lost work days for people being sick. We'll really uh, finally get the promise of clean air that we've been working on for the better part of 50 years in the United States. We can clean up vehicles and also make sure that we're cleaning up the electric grid that powers them. We need to continue to transition away from coal and burning gas to create electricity and move towards clean, non-combustion, renewable electricity, wind and solar. We really can make that difference to really improve the quality of life and protect those, particularly those who are most vulnerable to air pollution, those that live near roadways. We know that that, that certain communities bear a disproportionate burden of that pollution from motor vehicles, and electric vehicles are a big part of that solution. Paul Billings, National Senior Vice President of Public Policy at the American Lung Association. Thanks for uh, talking clean air with me. Thanks for the opportunity.